On the heels of Russian President Vladimir Putin's visit to occupied territory in Ukraine, in this country, continued debate over the end game in that war and U.S. support for Ukraine. You know, polling suggests Americans are growing weary of U.S. support and the billions of dollars to Ukraine, and Republican presidential hopefuls are splitting the party on the issue. ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts is with us live from Washington this morning. Steve, former President Trump, he's officially in the race, has never been a fan of U.S. involvement in foreign wars. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's all but declared in the race, saying... Support of this war is not in the U.S. interest, but now they're starting to get pushback from within their own party as well. Well, that's absolutely right. Um, And uh, you look at uh, you mentioned Ron DeSantis at 44, clearly one of the rising lights in Republican uh, uh, politics. He answered a, a question from Tucker Carlson at Fox News. He said, Uh, This is not in America's vital interest, this war. He called it a territorial dispute between Russia and uh, Ukraine. Then you got uh, Chris Sununu. He's a young governor. He's only 48. He's the governor of New Hampshire, also thinking about running for president. He wrote an op-ed page piece in the Washington Post over the weekend, which took direct direct, uh, uh, criticism of Trump and Sununu, uh, Trump and um, DeSantis. He said that... um, these Republicans have lost their moral compass. Pretty strong language. And he said, this is not a territorial dispute. This is a war against innocent people in Ukraine. And he said, look, I'm in the tradition of Ronald Reagan, uh, and, and they are not. Uh, Ronald Reagan, for eight years, uh, followed a much more muscular uh, foreign policy. Uh, and uh, he has uh, branded the, the other wing isolationist. So, look. Uh, voters in Milwaukee and everywhere else are always going to be more interested in the price of eggs and gasoline than they are in the price of the war in Ukraine. Uh, but still, this is a very important split between two very basic and different views of the world and America's responsibility around the world. And that's going to continue to play out. Uh, and um, as you point out, there's no doubt that within, particularly within Republican ranks, there is growing Ukraine fatigue. You look at a Pew Research Center, very good polling outfit a year ago, asked Republicans the question, are we doing too much in Ukraine? Well, only 9 or 10% said yes a year ago. Today, 40% say yes. So there's no doubt that DeSantis and Trump, in that view of the world, are reflecting a growing fatigue with Ukraine and Republican ranks. But there's still a whole lot of Republicans who say the party of Ronald Reagan should be full-throated in, in its support of, of Ukraine and resisting uh, Putin's advances. Talking with uh, ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts. Steve, it's a more nuanced debate, but there is some question as to whether or not it's in the interest of the Ukrainian people to continue sustaining this war, meaning perhaps a brokered peace, unpalatable as that is to many freedom-loving people across the world, actually is better because it will at least end the slaughter of the Ukrainian people. Look, that is a very fair uh, comment. And there's no doubt that the cost to the Ukrainian people of a war which has been stalemated now for months is enormous. Uh, There's been a lot of focus on how many uh, troops Russia has lost in the war. But the fact is there have been an enormous number of Ukrainian casualties as well. And, of course, Russia is a far larger country and can throw far more troops in the long run into the battle than Ukraine can. Um, And there's no doubt that Ukrainians, beyond the question of simply casualties, um, 
almost every city in Ukraine has periodically been bombed by the Russians who have attacked their infrastructure and uh, destroyed the heating and electricity systems and the power grids. Um, uh, and, and a lot of folks say, look, in the end, what is the obvious solution? That the obvious solution is a brokered peace that continues the Russian occupation of the eastern uh, part of Ukraine, which, of course, they have occupied for years now. It's not as if that they crossed the border for the first time. The Russian and Russian-backed militias have been occupying the eastern industrial heartland of, of Ukraine for a long time. And of course, also the Crimean Peninsula since uh, 2014. But this is very hard argument to make to the Ukrainians, and particularly uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the, the president, um, to say uh, you have to give up part of your national territory. But you're right in pointing out that, that when people sit back and say, how is this war going to end if it ever does end? The only plausible uh, solution is a detente, a, a, a some kind of ceasefire, which um, does not involve uh, Ukrainian occupation of all of its historic territory. Steve Roberts, ABC News political analyst. Always, they're tough questions, Steve. Always appreciate your perspective. Okay, good to talk to you. Thank you.